you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, Chef Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. 
So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio. Uh, we are starting a little late, and that's cool. So keep listening to Floating Goat because it's awesome. And coming up soon, the Hell Hat. Yes, all the things that you put in the hat all day on the internet are all going to be done by these comedians. They're going to come up on stage. And if you're an audience member, you get to write shit too. Yay! We get to make them do weird things. Hooray! Stay tuned on MutinyRadio.fm. It's Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio.
Friday night, it's time for Pimtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Sometimes we sing a song, but instead of doing that, to start out this Hell Hat show, I'm just going to pull something out of the Hell Hat. It's a f- Why is this the Hell Hat tonight? Because it was made of a real animal, and that animal is probably in hell. Except that what I learned from uh, Christian school in fifth grade is that chil- uh, children, <laughs> I mean animals, cats particularly, do not go to heaven nor hell because they don't have a soul. Uh, so thanks, uh, Miss Ms. Blake, you fucking cunt. Uh, all animals go to heaven. Uh, this is a hell hat show, and this is a hat made out of animal. Uh, I think it might be a fox, and uh, that fox is dead now, so I hope it's in hell. I hope it burns and you die. First, I have to apologize to the comedians on the Hell Hat Show tonight. All of these are written in my own hand, uh, my somewhat scary cursive and sometimes uh, fast print. Uh, here's the do a sultry shampoo hair flip. Well, in order to do that, you guys, I'd, I'd first have to tell you, I'd first have to tell you 
a story about my hair. Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't dyed my hair in over 15 years. All of this gray is natural and beautiful and old. I like to pretend that I'm starshine. Sometimes I like to pretend that I'm a character in a Japanese anime film and my hair is starshine. Thank you. It's long. It's not thick. It, that's that's all fake. It's because there's all of these um, pins in the back holding it up. I feel like Amy Winehouse right now. Uh, I was hanging out with some children that are friends of mine, and the mother said, "Hey Pam, you should be careful because Amy Winehouse died of alcoholism." And I was like, "Why did you say that in front of your children? <laughs> like, I'm your nanny for God's sake. Like, why would you? I'm never drunk around your children." It's after I leave them that I get ridiculously drunk. Uh, be a British parent explaining an expert to a child. Be a British parent explaining an expert to a child. I think this is, I'm supposed to talk about, um, I'm supposed to, I can't, I, I, I can only do Icelandic. So what I'm saying is that, we are still part of the EU in Iceland in 20 years, and that's why our money is so much. Martin, your pounds, your pounds, you weigh them, and they don't mean anything. There's no gold behind the pound. There's nothing there, and now you're all on heroin. So, I was a heroine once in a movie called, what was the movie? I can't, Black, Black, Black Swan. I was, I wore a white swan, Dancer in the Dark. And I wore a white swan to a thing. The, the British are fact. <laughs> the now is Iceland is the future. All right, uh, all right, next. Uh, tell a joke about dating apps, really unmarked territory. <laughs> I've never actually dated online. I've never signed up for OkCupid or I've never Twittered or twattered. I don't know. That's not a dating app, is it? Uh, I've never had to do that because, see, some people say when you're dating that you should raise the bar and some say you should lower the bar. And I say, you meet at the bar, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Fucking dating apps are pointless. Meet at the bar where you're both drinking alcohol. Buy a girl a drink and then ask her her name, you fucking stupid fuck. What has happened? Is everyone autistic now? No one can make eye contact and ask people what they like to eat for breakfast? Like, what is happening now? I can start conversations with a cat, all right? I talk to cats on the regs, all right? I I can use words like regs because I hang out with nine-year-olds, okay? I can shorten words. Dating apps are for fucking losers. All of you, meet people. <laughs> Talk to your mom, for God's sake. Like, pretend she's a girl and ask her for hints. Okay. My mom. That'll be my new dating app. I'm going to make one up. It'll be called Your Mom, and you'll text me, and I'll tell you what to say. Uh, anyway, it's, it's your, call up your mom. I'm old enough to be most people's moms in this room right now. Uh, be a walrus who supports Trump. <laughs> I have so much money! 
Ah! I need more money to shape and polish my tusks. I don't know. What do walruses sound like? Is that what Trump sounds like? I'm going to take a walrus and I want to fuck his wife. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to fuck his wife with a walrus tusk. Melania! No, that's his other wife. That's his second wife. I don't know. They all, they're all from funny countries. All right, last one I'm going to pick before we sing the fucking song. Make up a wacky story about an Apple Watch being the catalyst for a divorce. Here's the thing is that my divorce actually happened over a Lexus, which is another status symbol that we could all have or not have. I think it all actually started with the Louis Vuitton backpack. Has anyone ever gotten a gift from someone and you've taken it back for cash? $714 Louis Vuitton backpack. Oh, I took that back. What did I get? Two cases of wine and an ounce of weed. <laughs> That's what I bought with seven Hey, ex-husband, did you not know me at all? If you're going to spend $714, it better be on fucking marijuana and wine, you dumb bitch. How long have we been married? Seven years? We need a divorce right now, all right? Because in the future, I don't want your fucking Apple Watch. I can use my phone like a normal person. Uh, actually, no, I don't have an iPhone either. I have, a, I have a dumb phone. I don't want any of it. We shouldn't, it's not a crackberry. It's not even, it's a fake crack. It has, you guys, everyone's into this touchscreen technology and until we all realize that it's the dead souls of Chinese babies that are forwarding, that's the only thing that makes your touchscreen technology work. Wait, you swipe left. What is that? That's a dead Chinese baby soul just across the screen. That's why when you drop it in the water and you have to put it in rice, that's because you're saving the souls of all the... Dead Chinese babies. They love you to eat rice. Didn't you know? All right. Let's sing the song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. it m-u-t-i-n-y comedy clubhouse you want to come inside the clubhouse yay we have a great great show for you tonight it's a hell hat show and i can't wait to bring up your first comedian he's gonna pick disgusting and weird things from this freaky hat of death put your hands together everybody for sean mckenzie right into it god damn it uh, my first embarrassing sex experience. This is, well, that's real hard to decide where exactly, like, what delineates. Because, no, the, the first, the first. Because which is the first? Because when I was in middle school in PE, we had to wear these, like, fucking, like, sweatpant fabric shorts that did not hide erections at all. <laughs> and that was... It's sex-related. First embarrassing sex experience. That's a hard point to decide which, what's the first one. Uh, I uh, got a, a hand job at a party, like, over my pants while everybody was watching a movie. And, uh, and 
I didn't. I did not know then yet that risky public would become one of my future pornographic sex search terms. I didn't know. That, I didn't even know that that was the thing that particularly worked for me. But it was the hottest thing in the world, and I came immediately. And I had to pretend as though I was like, "No, we can't do this," and moved her hand away. And that was that was embarrassing. And then I had to go to the bathroom and clean semen out of my boxers. Yay! <laughs> Heartfelt case that a Brazil nut is the best nut. (laughs) I feel like somebody's just trying to get me to say the N word, right? (laughs) Isn't that what Brazil nuts? A heartfelt case that the Brazil nut is the best nut. I'm going to have trouble not doing this sarcastically because I don't agree. The cashew is so clearly heartfelt. Look, you guys, I've, I'm doing pretty all right these days, but I've been through some tough times in my life. And, uh, you know, family and friends weren't always there for me. But you knew who was? Brazil nuts. They may not be the tastiest or the most easily accessible of the nut family. <laughs> but God damn it, I love Brazil nuts! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do a Russian slash Balkan accent. Uh, I like, yeah. <laughs> if you can't handle Russian, Balkan, go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's make it easy on you. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a little bit of Russian accent. I went to a sc- uh, high school with a lot of r- Russian Jewish kids, and so I knew uh, they taught me all of the terrible things to say. I can say hello and thank you and all that shit, but it's boring. I can do Daitravko uh, 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 is give me marijuana, Daivadko is give me weed, and Yoptvo uh, Yumat is fuck your mother. And uh, I was coming out of a class one day just being a hateful high school person and just angry about some shit that had happened and it feels good to curse and I wanted to curse but I couldn't because I would get in more trouble than I already was. So I cursed in Russian. I just shouted out, Yop for you mats! And then from way down the hallway, Oxar just went, Yoptvoy Yumat! Finally understood what each of those components meant. Uh, Counts, right? Danke. Danke is German. What is it? Oh, yeah, Privet. That's thank you. Uh, funniest stand up ever. Am I supposed to do it or just like. <laughs> fu- should I just do a few minutes of Richard Pryor or something? Like, do, so, do some Chappelle real quick here? Uh, Funniest stand-up ever. You know what? I'm going to take some huge leeway on this one and, you know, go A to C. My immediate thought was to just do the funniest stand-up ever. But then I thought when uh, Pam was up here and it said do a a dating app joke. And I was like, oh, man, I would totally do Juan Medina's Tinder joke. So I'm going to do Juan Medina's Tinder joke. This is not exactly it, but it's A to C. A to C. Uh, Yeah. Tinder is a dating app based upon Grindr. Grindr is an app that helps horny gay men find other horny gay men who want to have sex 
right now. Tinder is an app that allows horny straight men to find horny straight women that want to have a 30-second conversation over the span of several weeks right now. <laughs> he, d he does it better. <laughs> uh, wet your pants a little. <laughs> I don't know that I could even make myself do that shit. Like, I grew up, I didn't, I was, when I was very young, <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's right there. Uh, no, I, I didn't grow up in swimming pools. I took a swimming lesson when I was a little kid, and I hopped in late, and the evil swim instructor, like, shoved my head under the water to try to make me dive so I couldn't handle swimming, so I never learned how to pee in water. And then I was trying, I was drinking in the ocean with my family on a vacation one time, and I needed to piss, and we're out in the ocean, so it doesn't fucking matter, but I couldn't make myself pee with shorts on. Does that make sense? Like, because if you grew up learning how to pee in pools and shit, you can handle that. Okay. Okay. Uh, talk about how awesome Clay Newman is. <laughs> Was this you again? That's a little over from the last one. Clay Newman is fucking awesome. I wish I could do an impression of his laugh, because I would do it all of the time. It's so raspy and wonderful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do an impression of Clay Newman with tuberculosis. You guys nailed it. Uh, he once uh, smoked out Doug Benson and me at the same time, so I got to smoke weed with Doug Benson, and that was exciting. Okay. And he's funny and nice. Fuck Clay. You know what? Fuck Clay Newman. That piece of shit. Putting that in there twice. Get the fuck out of here, you needy son of a bitch. It's not, a, not enough for you to be Silicon Valley's advertising darling boy. You got to get compliments. Pizza. Pizza's really good. Pizza's so good. I'm about to go hang out with a lady uh, after this. Yeah. Uh, it happens every once in a while. Uh, and she just found out that she, she was sick for a long time, and she just found out that she has a dairy allergy, uh, and she doesn't get to have pizza anymore. And you're like, oh, but you could have vegan pizza. And I'm like, yeah, not pizza. <laughs> uh, Coachella versus Burning Man. Neither, neither. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to? You know a lot of those bands play small venues in San Francisco all the time. You don't need to go out there in the fucking sun with 10,000 other people and pay $20 for a fucking beer. Fuck Coachella. F Burning Man sounds like it might have been nifty 15 years ago, but now it is, it is, uh, it's, what's that? You had to buy tickets for one, like, within the next two days. Which one would it be? <sighs> It'd be Burning Man. I'd, I'd feel less insecure about hallucinogenic drugs at Burning Man than Coachella. And less logistics. But Burning Man. Yay! B -b -b have one body part in motion during your entire set. I like that this is coming in towards the end of my set. It makes it much easier. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing it. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to commit, though. Somebody fucking wrote that down. I'm going to swing a leg. I'm going to swing a leg for the rest of it. I'm going to have to get closer so I can lean forward. Uh, slick eyebrows with licking thumbs. It seems to say slick eyebrows with lick and thumb is how it seems to say. Uh, also, is, it's, it's 
thumb and forefinger, right? Am I crazy, you guys? Yeah. 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 You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't fucking slick back these bushy ass eyebrows. Look at these fucking things. I can't. I cannot wait to be old. This shit's gonna just get full bird's nest. It's just gonna get further and further out. I can feel it coming. Uh, joke and plank. Oh, like. Well, this is now interacting with my swing my foot back and forth the whole time. I don't know if I can plank. Let's give that a try. <laughs> Joke and plank. Joke and plank. And the leg. Uh, and the leg. Wait, what is, what is, is this planking? What is planking? Does anybody, nobody in this, nobody in this fucking room works out, do they? Is there, does this, this. Planking is just laying down on stuff. Planking is, I can. Alright, I'm gonna keep moving my leg. And for f my final joke, uh, uh, oh man, this is so fucking weird being lying down instead of standing up. <laughs> I can't even handle it. I've started resting the microphone on my chin and that kind of grosses me out when other comics do it. I saw, I saw Aviva do it the other night and I was like disappointed in her. That doesn't even make sense. A lot of people do it and that's okay. Uh, oh, I can do one last joke from here, right? Yes, sir. Because I can't, I, I don't want to do any of my bullshit act. Boo, boo, boo. Make up a chorus and sing it a few times in your set. These are all latecomers on these. Uh, make up a chorus. I'm swinging my leg. Swinging my leg. I'm swinging my leg. Swinging my leg. Swig it, swig it, swig it, swig it, my leg! Okay, thank you. <laughs> you guys are too good at following along. I, didn't, I don't know how music works. Thank you, bye! Yay! Sean McKenzie is gonna run out of here and go on a date with a lady. Wow. I, it, he's running. Uh, he is already moist. <laughs> he's running. He's got to catch it, guys. Get it. Sean McKenzie. Yeah. Your next comedian. Uh, that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. She's wearing a cute skirt. Did you eat one of those cookie brownies? No, I oh, you should have. She's going to get one, girl. Uh, we have no idea what's going to happen because she's going to pull out of the hell hat. Put your hands together for the very funny Jenny Hogan. Yay. because I'm a misogynist. Um, well, what do I like about Trump? I mean, I like his attitude towards like people hating him, you know? Like I feel like he just gets cooler like the more people hate him, like he's into it, which I think is something like America needs because people hate us. I think like we could do our own Brexit, except it's rough because like we're in the middle of the other two continents, so we wouldn't really have anywhere to pull out to. Um, yeah, I think he just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a decent chance that like Hillary Clinton would die by someone stabbing her for being annoying. So, and I don't even know her advice. I love her. I'm just saying there's a high risk of her being stabbed by like her friends. Um, in which case, Trump would be a survivor, and he, I feel like probably his skin is like so thick that you couldn't stab it. Okay, <laughs> next one. Not really an improviser. This is fun. Clay Newman fan fiction. Who would Clay Newman be? He'd be like um. <laughs> I wonder if he'd be like, if he'd be like Hagrid or something, like <laughs> Harry Potter. We could just do Harry Potter fan fiction. I actually wrote Harry Potter fan fiction when I was uh, like 
10 years old or like 12 years old I wrote Harry Potter fan fiction I think my ideal and well all of the characters were younger to like be normalized for my age so the Hagrid was younger in which case he would be Clay Newman probably um and smaller I guess like to fit in my dollhouse okay <laughs> Woo. so fun be a fish. Oh, this is also mine. I feel like it's cheating. It's like in uh, in like anagram or you know the Pictionary. We get your own. I'm gonna do it for one. I'll put this back in. You want me to? Do it? Put it back in. We'll it back. I already because I already wrote out a long stream of consciousness for a fish, so it wouldn't be improvised anymore. <laughs> Impromptu graduation speech. Woo. This is this is good for me because I often imagine myself as like a famous person, so I think I need to be ready for. Uh, just kidding. All right. Um, congratulations on your middle school graduation. You've now um, been more successful than like 0.2% of the other people in this country who dropped out before middle school. Um, congratu- uh, there's going to be a lot out there in the world of high school. You're going to have to remember your locker combination. And uh, sometimes the lunch is not going to be readily accessible. You're going to have to stand on your tiptoes. Um, girls are going to have boobs, and it's going to be like really awkward for you, but you can handle it. And um, high school also is like, I don't know, probably even shittier than middle school, actually. But, uh, you know, you guys have come so far, so I think you'll make it. (laughs) (laughs) So inspirational. (laughs) Uh, Tell your joke in the style of another comedian present. (laughs) Can I just tell one of your jokes? Yeah! Colin? Oh, Stephen Massey's here. I would have done, yeah. Can, no, I'm going to do, your, I know what joke I'm going to do. I went out with a girl the other night. On our first date, we had sex. On our second date, I got a hand job. <laughs> on, our, on our third date, uh, we pecked on the nose. Our <laughs> relationship was Benjamin Buttoning. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of rough, but when we were nose pecking, some homeless guy <laughs> was like, yo, man, peck her harder. Make it to the lips. And I was like, he's not a homeless man. He's a homeless wingman. <laughs> How is that? Someone goes to the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Be Scottish. Ugh. All right. <laughs> I don't like accent. Hello, I can't. Um, I, I, can't, I feel like I can't, like, I... Let me just do British and then try to, like, get to... Okay, I'm just going to do a British accent, and then I'm going to try to get to a Scottish accent. I think this is more, like, I I think it's more Irish. Actually, my parents... What? Just go... Just try... I'm just going to do Harry Potter. (laughs) Again. Harry, Harry, Harry! Get the Sorcerer's Stone out of the... Am I going on too quick? I'm supposed to spend longer on them, aren't I? Let me do another one. <laughs> oh no, look at this fish one again. <laughs> I'll put it on the side. Yeah. Be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't actually know who this person is. Was this yours, Stefan? D- Dana Yves. D- I'm so sorry, this person. Are they are they fam- are they a rapper? No. Is it is it like an athlete? Wait, is it an athlete? Um, 
Okay, every time I don't know who so- Every time I don't know who someone really famous is, it's an athlete or a rapper. Like, that's kind of my life. Um, I think this person would make a great president because, like, we really want, like, another eight years of, like, uh, speculating on, like, whether or not the president's, like, a Muslim, right? Because, like, you just... I mean, sometimes you just don't know, and I think when you have, like, a Y and a B right next to each other, people are never going to know uh, where they're from. This is a Game of Thrones character. You have to take it back for someone who might actually... <laughs> All right, fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I wasted it. You gotta start watching games now. I'm sorry. How do you really feel? Oh my god! <laughs> is this a real one? This is. They're all real. Yeah, they're all real. This one is how you really feel about Jesse Warren. It's okay. You can be honest about it. <laughs> this is really mean. <laughs> or else it's like supposed to be like sexy or something, right? I think it's supposed to be mean, but. <laughs> Aww. Jesse. <laughs> um, I, uh... <laughs> you guys don't know who... He's the guy... Okay, so he... People, he's like... He's really into CrossFit. Like, <laughs> he does all the CrossFit jokes. <laughs> he was just here, yeah. How do you feel about him? My person. I, you know what I like about Jesse Warren? Um, sometimes he'll uh, tell jokes that I wrote, which I really like. <laughs> because I. Uh, <laughs> does, that, does that mean? <laughs> no, because it's kind of funny because I think. <laughs> now I feel really mean. I think in my head, though, like, my alter ego is, like, an extremely, like, overconfident, borderline narcissistic, like, man. Like, I think that that's kind of who I am on the inside, and so I like to write no- jokes for that character. But that's not Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, like, who he really is. That's just his, like, onstage character. <laughs> <That's>, okay. <laughs> Be vulnerable. Uh, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I don't know. That's really hard for me. Um, I I think I I'm like pretty open. About, I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you this. I have like a like I actually the reason I wrote that pee joke is that I do worry like I kind of think I could potentially like wet my pants on stage or something or like get my period on stage and like not have I know and then everyone's gonna everyone's like she's doing it right now um not that that ever happens ever like for one thing I have an IUD and I like don't actually even like get my period anymore (laughs) but also like I think it would be very unlikely that I peed on stage but I will tell you guys I uh in the past have been a drunk bedwetter so it could happen um you want to (laughs) okay I peed I peed in my (laughs) ex-boyfriend Parents' bed. <laughs> well, we were sleep. We were sleeping in his parents' beds because, like, they were out of town and he had like a twin bed. But they came back the next morning. <laughs> this is really awkward. Uh, yeah, I don't remember why I thought it was a good idea to. Sl- no, he wanted. He was like, "Let's just sleep in my parents' bed. It's fine." And I was like, "It's kind of honestly really weird. I could do something really weird." And he's like, "What are you gonna do? Like pee in it?" But it was New Year's. 
Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve, and I got really drunk, and I peed in his parents bed. But I don't think they knew. But it was also like the kind of thing where I like woke up, <laughs> I like woke up, and it was like right under me. And then I was, and then I was like, Tim, like you peed in the bed. He knows me. He knows me. <laughs> it wasn't someone else. He was such a slut. Like, he probably had someone come into the bed and pee. All right, I'll take it. This is my last one. Log. It's big, heavy. It's it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Log. This is about the word log. log. Could be a logarithm or something. Right? No? Log? It's about logs. Logs. Like the wood logs. It's also like a, it's like a math thing too. If you guys are interested, yeah, logarithms. It's like the opposite of exponentiation, and also they're heavy and, uh, yeah, and they're big. Well, no, actually, usually they they make things smaller. But um. <laughs> all right, I'm Ginny. Bye, guys. This is fun. She didn't get the last. The last one was a reference from Ren and Stimpy. It's uh, it's log, it's log, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's log, it's log, it's better than bad. It's good. Everyone loves a log. Going to get your log. Yeah, it's just like don't pee on the electric fence. No, no, don't pee on the electric fence. I love it. Here's my favorite Ren and Stimpy quote ever, and I learned this a long time ago, and I love it. Uh, every time people say I'm crazy, I just go, uh, uh, the it's about the cheese, the and the cheese. And you know, oh shit! I gotta remember it before I do it. It's a, the, 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 uh, don't worry. I'll save you, little Missy. It's about cheese, and the I have the cheese. Ah, oh, fuck! I fucked it up. I'll remember it later. I'm drinking IPA all night. I'm fine. No, it's uh, it's when they're in space, and they're like, don't worry, I'll save you. They go. Cr- Anyways, I love Ren and Stimpy. Uh, she didn't get the log reference. It's okay. Your next comedian is drinking. Orange, that's not orange juice. There's a lot of sugar in that. Woo! I saw a Hispanic lady the other day on the street, and she had a baby, and it was drinking a bottle of orange Fanta, and I screamed at her, it's not orange juice! (laughs) Anyway, it's not. It's okay. Haritos is good for all of us, and your next comedian's gonna pull out of the hell hat. Put your hands together for Jason Balmforth! Yay! I feel before I read the first one, I have to I have to correct you guys. Uh, it's not orange; it's mango. That makes it better. All right, let's see this shit. Uh, pretend you're on a skateboard. Oh shit! Oh, I'm, I'm on a. Who put that skate? Shit! Oh fuck! I fucked everything up. Oh well, they're dead. Who cares? We don't bury our dead here. Uh, describe your first experience questioning your sexuality. Well, it would have to be this time that I went to, uh, I went to be an anti-wingman for my gay roommate in college, and uh, somehow we were convinced that uh, he, I, and a big friend of his were going to have a threesome when we got home. And... Uh, well, long story short, I thought about it. No. <laughs> Fuck it. No. I, I couldn't. 
he, he intimidated me. <laughs> Next on. The worst job in the world. I've had the worst job in the world. I've had the worst job in the world, and I can tell you right now, and all of you will agree with me instantly, I worked graveyards at a porn store on Folsom Street. The shit I've seen. I will never sleep again. Ever. And strangely enough, people expect a good customer service. Fuck that shit. I, I, can, I can go on. Okay, so I can go on. Um, good customer service. And... Uh, also, a lot of returns, a lot of returns. Can I return this out of the box? No, you can't return this out of the box. Can I try this? No, you can't try it. You try it, you buy it. Fuck. Oh, man. Can I do heroin in the back? No, you can't do heroin in the back. But I appreciate you being up front and asking me before you give me $10, go in the back and do it fucking anyway. Actually, no joke, I had one guy buy a uh, rent a movie and he went to go view it in the back for an hour and his hour was up and I came back and I swear to God, I thought the man was dead. He was there in the booth like this. I didn't even think he was breathing. I couldn't even see his chest rising or anything. I had to walk up and I was like. And then he went. Oh, <laughs> uh, is, my, is my time up? <laughs> yeah. Can I give you another $10 and watch it again? No. I think you have sleep apnea. You might want to get that checked out. All right, can I go on to the next one? <laughs> oh, man, I've got a lot of stories about that repressed in the well. I'll have to write those down. World leader impression. Fuck, I don't know enough about world leaders. Uh, well, America, I'd like to say that gun control is an important issue for the nation. I'm gonna cry on national television again. Tears down my face. As I uh, talk about uh, the bipartisan politics of this great nation of ours. That's my worst Obama oppression. I can't, I can't do impressions, I'm terrible at them. Uh, oh, oh. Talk like raspy madman secretary who has seen all. Well, let me tell you, boys, back in my day, we smoked a pack of Newports a day, and we saw some shit, shady backroom deals, cocaine on the tables, strippers in the mirrors. It was all there. And the things I've seen, I can tell you, they don't sell cars. They sell broken dreams. This guy's killing me here with the burrito. It's, it's great. Sir, do you know how much a burrito cost in 1952? We didn't have burritos. They just didn't exist. All right, let me move on to the next one. What is the most millennial thing you've seen or done? Uh, I, I, can, I can actually answer this one. Uh, I was walking down the street uh, I was uh, perusing my phone. I don't remember what the fuck I was doing. Probably Tinder or some bullshit. And uh, I walked into a post and I apologized. I straight, shit, sorry. Oh. And then some old Mexican lady outside a laundromat laughed at me. Made me feel pretty bad. Lowered my self-esteem. I had to walk down the street. But I mean, like, phones are dangerous anyway for any millennial because you'll hit ghost holes all day. You'll be walking down the street, nothing on the street, and it's just, shit, missed. 
miss your step. God, uh, I've also been sitting there and had a panic attack because my phone was at like 2% health on BART and I knew it was about to die and that meant that the headphones had to stay on but there was no music coming out of them and homeless people, I swear they have a sixth sense for this, they can tell when the music isn't playing and they will come up and ask you for money. They know, they know, I don't know how they know because BART is loud, I can barely even hear my music through my headphones but they'll still know and they'll walk up like, hey man, spare quarter? Who carries cash? I have a bank card for that. Moving on. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, Danae is Targaryen for president. I think we need this president for president, and I can tell you why. It's because we need a man who's strong, who's forceful, whose dick we have all seen. There are no secrets with this man. No secrets at all. There's no lying in a man who has no secrets. And his dick is his biggest secret. No one knows it's a nurse, so we're putting it back in. Hey, I, he did a great job. He did a great job. All right. Clench the butt. Clench that butt. Done. This butt. This butt. Maybe that butt. I can clench it for you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that did it. I get one more. Oh, oh boy. Be a fish and stream of consciousness. I can do that. How much time I got? I can do that for four minutes. Woo! Three minutes. Three minutes of a fish. Woke up this glorious day. Swimming around. Just spawned. Not dead. Because I'm kind of a loser. And now the other lady, Salmon, liked me enough. So I made it upstream. I went through all this work. I went through all this effort. Only to go back downstream with the new Salmon. It didn't, it's not going well for me. Guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll swim down the stream. Oh shit, there's a bear! Fucking hate bears. Oh good, he ate Tim. Fuck Tim. Guy owed me 20 pebbles. I don't know what fish use for currency, but I'm gonna say pebbles. Oh, why do we even need currency? That's what I've been asking myself. We need to leave the salmon union and move into the Atlantic so that we don't have to be slaves to this salmon currency anymore. Viva la Flamin Revolution! I'm gonna go down this stream. I'm gonna make this shit work. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna get myself an education. I'm gonna go back to school. Uh, uh, maybe I'm too old for school. Maybe I'll just try and fly it solo. Uh, oh, hey, is, is, is that cheese? Is that, is that cheese just floating there in the water right there like that? It smells like cheese. It looks like cheese. Tastes like cheese. I don't even know what cheese is, but I know I want that. I'm going to take a nice big old bite on it. No. Hey, what's this metal thing in here? Ow, ow, ow. Ow, 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 right, right, right in the, right in the mouth. Oh, this, this sucks. Really. Oh, why, why am I going up? No, I don't want to go up. Oh, I want to stay down. I want to stay in the water. Oh, God, what the heck are those things? Why are they in a boat? It doesn't make it. What are they doing above the water? I can't, I can't breathe. I can't. Oh, what's he doing with that paddle? What's he, oh, oh, he's hitting me. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'm going to flop away. Oh, 
gonna make it. Oh, oh, back in the water, okay? Okay. I still got the goddamn thing in my mouth, but I'll play it off. I'll play it cool. I just got a piercing. All right. Lady Salmon dig piercings. I can play with this. I can work with this. Next spawning season, gonna be fucking better. I can tell. Things are looking up. Things are looking up for old Carl the Salmon. Yeah, I bet y'all didn't know my name was Carl. It would have been better if I was a carp. But that's not the life I lead. I'm Carl the fucking Salmon, and I just beat death. I'm gonna go tell all my friends, hey, 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 Tim. No, all right, fucking bury Tim. Forgot about that shit for a second there. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't have any more friends. Oh man, I am a lonely ass, antisocial, goddamn, fucking lonely ass, sad ass Salmon. This shit does not work for me. This guy is really digging this. He's like. Locking eyes. It's, it's amazing. I'm feeling really, feeling really in with my inner Carl the Salmon right now. This is great. Oh, man. Oh, I think I made it back to the ocean. I don't know why I spent all that time swimming up that goddamn stream. Why do I swim up the same one every fucking year? I, still, I get the same thing. Oh, it's awful. It's just awful. Oh, man. I keep trying to swipe right, but I don't have any thumbs. And this doesn't fucking work. Found a phone last week. It didn't even turn on. I know it's a phone because I heard some people talk about phones while they were snorkeling. I don't know how that works. But I'm in the ocean now. And I'm going to fucking swim around. And I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to be Carl the Salmon. Things are looking up for Carl the Salmon. I'm doing great. Things are great. I got this. Uh, uh, hey. Hey. Is, is, is that a shark? Uh, oh, shit. That's a shark. Okay, I'm gonna swim for cover. I'm gonna swim for cover. Oh, sh oh shit, he's fast. Oh, oh god, I gotta stop smoking. Gotta stop smoking them kelp cigarettes. Oh, oh I'm so windy. Oh, oh, oh god, he's eating me alive. And I'll leave it on that one. Uh, Jason Bonfort's next show, The Fish, will be seen at Rhinoceros Theater. On, yes. Yay, Jason Bonfort, yay! Uh, the monologue, The Fish, uh, that, that'll, you'll see it at a poetry reading near you. Your, your next comedian, uh, he's tall, he's tall, he's tall. I've never seen a better picture of you than what, um, Chris Kanatzer put out today. I didn't know that you were a model. Like, I always knew that you were thin and tall and lovely, but I didn't know that you could do that look with your face, like that look that looks like you're dead, but you're still alive. Like, you've there's so much alive in the eyes that we can barely see. I think that I'm really jealous of your time you spent with Tyra. I don't know, because I really tried to know how to be a dead but keep it alive in the eyes. You did a great job. You guys are going to love your next comedian. Clap your hands wildly for Connor Doherty. Oh, my goodness. It did look a lot like me. It was like... <laughs> that was some uncanny valley shit. I was not... I did not enjoy it one bit. Oh... Uh, Call your mom, dad, make them listen to a joke, or leave a... Oh, for fuck's sake. This is not going to be good. I do not want to do this right now. 
I don't. Uh. Oops. This is a new phone that I don't know how to use. show and I drew a piece of paper out and I'm really glad you didn't answer your phone. Uh, I need to tell you a joke. I know that you and mom are curious about what my stand-up is like. You are actually part of a show now, so congratulations. I know you would probably like to you know, engage in a, in a more engaging way, but here it is. Uh, oh, now I actually have to tell him a joke. Yes. Uh, let's see. Something terrible and innocuous. I was recently invited to a bris, but I declined. I don't like all the pomp and circumcision. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love you. Bye. Uh, is this still recording? I don't even know. Oh, it is. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Um, Comet Crush? What? Like, you, do I have a crush? Who do I have a comedy crush on? Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jonathan. Jonathan's, like, giving me an out, like... You don't, <laughs> you don't actually need to tell the room like who you want to fuck. <laughs> you can just like, <laughs> you can just like be cool about it. Uh, I don't know. I love Joe Gorman's comedy. I've told him before. He's gonna be on the show tonight. I'm excited about that. He's gonna be on uh, my show in July. It's gonna be cool. I said I have a comedy crush on you. I don't. Well, Hey, what's up? Oh, man. Let's go to the next one. Offer to pet sit for the audience who laughs loudest. I am current, I'm qualified. I'm currently taking care of cats. Uh, there, are, there are two of them. One of them is like unbelievably stupid and he keeps running away and getting like caught in, sh he like gets stuck on the other side of the fence and can't figure out how to get back. And like I made a harness for him because now the other one can't go out. I, the, there's like this great injustice now because he can't let either of the cats out and like the smart one can't go outside because the dumb one fucked up outside for the cats. Anyway. That was like a very, like, what is the point of this slip of paper? It's just like, oh, okay. Do you even have a pet, Ginny? I know. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like the audience has figured out that I will do whatever. Matt Damon versus Clay Newman. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in a fight? 
like Jason Bourne, you know, when he like stabs like in the I don't it's either the first one or the second one he like stabs him with the ballpoint pen. Wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Matt Damon versus Clay Newman. It's just I don't know. Why do we have to put them in opposition? You know? I mean in a fight, Matt Damon would win, maybe. In a comedy fight, Clay Newman would win. There. Non-answer. Diplomatic non-answer. Best Spice Girl. I don't, how many, I, there's like, there's like scary, uh, posh and sporty and baby, is that the four? I don't know. There's five. Ginger? I, comedy crush, I gotta go with Ginger, you know. The Spice Girl? Yeah. I literally know nothing about any of them. <laughs> I don't, I rem like, I remember the names, but, like, I don't know anything about any, like, I, I was born in 1991, and, like, so I'm, like, aware that they're a thing, and, like, I remember, like, the movie, there was, like, a movie, but I never listened to them, and I, yeah, I don't know. I would, like, probably any of them. One. Were you fucking creeping, or? <laughs> I have a, yeah. Huh? Did you have a sister or a brother? Younger sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Like, that doesn't mean I know what they look like. <laughs> that's like, that's not like how music works. I know, like, if you're, you know, fucking tripping balls, maybe you can. Anyway. Oh, I've been given permission to move on. Make up a story about an audience. Make up a story about an audience. <laughs> the audience, the collective. <laughs> It's like, it's, uh, you know, that's like that uh, Carlos Fuentes novel where it's like the character, like, is, or it's like, no, it's like second person. It's like all you. I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> uh, it was no, no one told me to read it. I just read about it on Wikipedia once. The audience is, uh, that sounds, it could be like a Kafka parable or something, you know, like, it's like some, uh, it's just like about some sad guy who's like always talking to the audience and like he always wants them to laugh and then at the end it's like, we could have laughed this whole time if you had ever been funny but you were never funny and <laughs> you had the opportunity but it was squandered i don't know you know what's it it's before the law it's like the the gatekeeper it's depressing shit cockroaches i don't know Okay. Talk about 
Talk about a drunk moment with a stranger at a bar. Let's see. I don't go to that many bars. Like, I just, I straight up cannot handle my booze. I just, like, I start drinking. I just, like, feel shitty and tired. And But, like, I mean, I've definitely, let's see. A stranger at a bar. Uh... I saw these weird, I saw these guys one time when I was at Zoe's, like, before, or, like, in between when I had done comedy before but didn't start, like, actually doing it again. I was actually at Zoe's just as a person, not a fucked up whatever the fuck. Uh, And I saw, I was listening to these guys, uh, these two older dudes who, like, I couldn't tell, it seemed like they were just trying to connect to each other on a human level, but it was also, like, old guy flirting, kind of, <laughs> and I don't know, I feel, I need, to, I, I should have been able to do, do better than this, but I don't, I really don't have, like, bar stories, I'm the worst, I know, seriously, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, like, I have passed out at, uh, bottom of the hill, I was just like uh, the last thing I remember was just standing in the main area in front of the stage and then there was like there's one flicker where I was like kind of leaning against the wall and then the next thing I know I am lying on the back patio (laughs) and the very nice people at the bottom of the hill are like what have you had I'm like nothing I'm just a pussy (laughs) and (laughs) And it like they gave me potato chips and water. And so I met some very nice strangers who worked at the bar because I fucking suck. Daughter Doherty met the nice people at the bottom of the hill. Yay! Uh, for future reference, when you're watching a band, in the middle, there's a big post, and you can lean against it. There's three different... You can lean on this side, you can lean back if you're right in the front, or you can lean on the... There's a big post there for the drunk people. Just saying, bottom of the hill is rad. Connor Doherty's also rad. Clap, clap, clap. Yay! All right, who's next on my list? I keep forgetting. All right, your next comedian runs my favorite open mic uh, in the city. It's on Wednesdays at the Eagle, and the signups are at 5:30. And you got to be careful because once you start going there, you become friends with the bartender, and his name is Steve. And then uh, everything falls apart. If you don't like shots, don't meet Steve. If you know what I'm saying, you're gonna love. I I I, I can't. But here's the thing. Sometimes I even tell Jonathan, I'm like. So Wednesday, he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I can't go to the Eagle. He's like, well, I'm like, I don't want to drink tonight. And he goes, well, can't we just go do comedy and not drink? I'm like, no, Steve's there. Steve's going to make me do fucking shots. I can't get out of there without doing shots. I'm like, I actually can't go on a Wednesday because I know he's going to be like, come on, Pam. And then I'm going to do two shots and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to become a different person. Uh, it's okay. We're going to pull from the hell out tonight. I'm excited for your next comedian. He's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Yay! Put your hands together for Colin Holt! All right. All right, here we go. Hi, hello. Hey. 
that's weird. You look like my manager. Open Moby Dick, read paragraph, identify allegorical reference. There is a whale. I don't. I can't. This is going to take forever. Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. All right, so I've actually never read Moby Dick. I've never really even attempted to. Hey, let's find out what it says together, everybody. I think so. That sounds right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Books, books that I'm reading right now. I'm reading As I Lay Dying by Faulkner. And it's the first Faulkner book that I've ever attempted, and it's just about a bunch of dumb Southern people. He's like... I mean, that's, no, I'm not saying Southern people are dumb. I'm just saying, like, that's what he says about Southern people. He's like, the South fucked themselves by being fucking idiots, and now they're just like, well, I don't think I should do too much thinking because the brain's like a machine, and you're going to plumb wear it out if you do too much of it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. That's a problem with my nephew. He he just does too much thinking. I can tell he needs a woman to straighten him out. Let me tell you. My favorite part in that book, I'm still looking for Moby Dick, but my favorite part in that book is when there's this lady and she's in love with a doctor and she's like she's like obese the way she's talking about herself and and she's like um uh I love this doctor. Uh, he could do so much for me if he only knew he is a big tub of guts and I am a little tub of guts. <laughs> and that's, that's a romantic interlude for, for the book. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful, dude. I just, I'm going to be like, I'm, that's, we should just not refer to each other as boyfriends and girlfriends. Just like, yeah, that's my tub of guts over there. Fucking read. Moby Dick read. Okay. Um, it's okay. I don't know. I, all I'm finding now. I, oh, wait. Chapter one. Loomings. Moby Dick. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Is it, is it just an audio file? It says read by Tilda Swinton. So I might. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Just tell us an allegory about it. Okay. Whales. Um, what's an allegory? <laughs> 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 okay. aggressive roast of room oh you guys are s- such good laughers yeah I can tell that you're really enjoying this fucking 
Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Fucking think you're having a good time. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh. oh, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm gonna chuckle. Mm-hmm. All right. Immigration. Is a very important topic. I didn't. I think Britain. I think Britain. They left the EU because they didn't want to bring in or like refugees and stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. They don't even have to build a wall. They're just an i. They're an island. (laughs) I. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, if I were financially stable in any capacity and I just had, like, a huge house and then extra houses in the back of it, I would totally have some Syrians staying in them. (laughs) Not, I mean, like, the ones that are in trouble right now, not just, like, ones that already live here. (laughs) (laughs) I would be helping. And, And also... I would try, to, I would, if it, especially if it was in Beverly Hills, because I know that would piss somebody off. I'd be like, fuck, yeah. Well, I don't know why I put myself in Beverly Hills. That's a little grandiose. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like expensive, right? No? All right. You're shattering my views of Beverly Hills now. I might immigrate there. Oh, take that. All right. I'm doing. Say something nice about three comedians during your set. Yeah. You don't have to do it now. You can pull it. Uh, Number one, fuck whoever wrote this. Earnest joke about bad airplane food. (laughs) I, well, airplane food is there's really not much of it anymore. Um, But mostly they just give you pretzels because I guess people are allergic to peanuts and pretzels fucking suck, dude. Like they pick, I fucking hate pretzels. People bring them to parties and I'm like, oh, fucking great. This is, I, I don't know, it's, uh, it's not even good. It's not savory, it's just kind of like cardboard and they sprinkled some salt on it. <laughs> and pretzels are, unless it's like a soft pretzel and you can dip it in some of that nasty, disgusting nacho cheese, you know? Like that's what I want. But 
And then they try to make pretzels fun by putting them into like circles and squares. It's like I still, I, yeah, I still know it's garbage. I still know this is not fun to eat. Maybe, like they, why do they even have them at bars? They don't even soak up any of the liquor. Oh, that's genius. You're right. They do make you thirstier. All right. As long as you make it last, it's yours. Oh, how many things? Oh. Oh, right. Um, these two are really cool people. Zach Chapaloni, Joe Gorman, naming him for the mic, you know? Remember you were here, guys. <laughs> Fucking post this on your Facebook wall, because it's never going to happen again, dude. <laughs> Fucking Colin Holt said we were super cool dudes. <laughs> Blackout experience. All lies. Shouldn't I should have left that part out. I should have just t- told a blackout experience and lied about it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was drinking with some friends, and um, we were at their place, uh, domicile, if you will. Two boys, two girls, and then me, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, well, well, all right, to be fair, like, it was boyfriend, girlfriend, and then, like, two people who were single and myself. All right. You're an alien. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an alien. <laughs> and uh, so, let's see. Um, black. Okay, so we get a handle of rum, and we get lots of beers, and then we're drinking. And um, and uh, then I had the two ladies sitting on my lap, and then they kissed. And then that's when I black out. <laughs> and then I wake up in my own clothes, my, my pajamas, you know? <laughs> and, I, and I remember this because, like, all of my clothes were dirty and they were letting me stay with them for a couple weeks because I was homeless for a while. And I had somehow managed to pick the least dirty of all of my pajamas. I just made it sound like I have a collection of pajamas. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I wear a lot of undershirts. <laughs> I wear, I wear undershirts and underwear for pajamas, and then I wear them the next day so that I don't get my t-shirts all sweaty and I can wear them again and not have to wash them, because, oh boy. (laughs) But somehow I had, like, brushed my teeth and taken a shower and picked out the cleanest of all of my dirty clothes. And, um... Nobody was mad at me. So I think that's pretty good. All right, thanks.
didn't know he had a threesome. Yay! They dressed him in his finest, <laughs> cleanest. You know that there were like three girls smelling all of your dirty laundry. That's how that happened. It was a team effort. That's why it was an orgy. All right. I can't even believe that your next comedian is here. Uh, earlier today, uh, Connor Doherty said that he had a comedy crush. Well, you know, he's, he's the, I think he's the best comedian in San Francisco. I'm sorry for the other comedians. I know. I have favorites since the beginning. This next comedian... You guys are so lucky that he is here. I feel like a champion because he is in this building. He is amazing. You guys are going to love his set. Put your hands together for Joe Gorman. Oh, my God. What's going on, Mutiny? All right, let's do it. Let's let's fucking, let's see what's in, oh, there's a lot of topics. I was worried that we were dwindling down and I wouldn't have anything to talk about. And like these comics are just throwing the cards left and right like David Letterman with his top 10 list. You guys remember David Letterman before Jimmy Fallon made all these celebrities sing and act like assholes? Fucking David Letterman was fucking interns and making it awkward with Madonna. Long story short, he too would throw things. So, (laughs) fucking first topic, something near and dear to my heart, juice. A lot of juices right now. OJ, baby, he's back in the news. You see that shit? Cuba Gooding Jr. revived two careers, his own and OJ, man. And now they're saying OJ might be the father of the ugliest Kardashian, which is now the hottest Kardashian, Cole. I'm fucking living it. I know any Kardashians. I'm fucking furious I know this shit. I don't listen to any Kanye albums. I never kept up with the Kardashians. But even I'm referring to Caitlyn Jenner by the appropriate gender, man. They encompass every aspect of our society. And then it's crazy. And I'm also on steroids. So that's another kind of juice. So that's so that's fucking all these juices flowing through me, man. Fucking and, and juicing. Everyone juices fucking vegetables too. So that's a thing that's only separate where you have to pay. You guys know how much it costs to get a juice? It's eight dollars for a green juice. And it, it's out of fucking control, man. You know how much celery costs? Like two fifty. Where's the I, I hate to sound like one of those libertarian, like explain the math on this, but will someone please explain the math on this? What the fuck is going on? That's not curing shit. When I was drinking juices, I was fatter than ever. It doesn't make any sense. It's a fucking scam. It's snake oil in the 21st century. I don't believe in any kind of fitness. Obviously, I don't believe in any kind of fitness, and I don't believe in juice. I'm probably healthier than ever now cutting juice out of my diet. Just coffee, water, and hard alcohol. Everything Everything else is, 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 is whatever. Whatever. Fuck juice. Except if, unless OJ really is the father of the oldest Kardashian. Because that's going to be fucking crazy if a murderer is on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He killed her, you guys. Tough shit, man. I figured it out. I watched on The People vs. OJ. Describe your favorite animal without comparing it to another animal or saying its name. <laughs> What's up with this? This is like homework now. This is like English class all of a sudden. I thought it was like 
describe your dick in four syllables or less. And I'm like, finally, my comedy can go to the next level. Describe my favorite animal. Maybe the one that adjourns my hat and I also would get tattooed around the crotch region if I didn't have an aversion to needles. Do the math. For those of you listening at home on the radio, which is I'm sure in the tens of thousands of right now, because we're reviving this form, it's it's a it, 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 it runs in a pack and I'm not, you know what, and, it, and it's not a dog, all right? I think I did that. I might have fucked that one up, but everyone knows what's up with me, man. How at the moon? <laughs> Oh shit, yeah, it is, it is a, yeah, it is a wolf. Ben Benjamin figured it out. We did it. Next stop, let's find Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> Deep analysis of R. Kelly's trapped in the closet. He fucking pissed on a minor, dude. He's fucking hiding from the cops. Why the fuck? It wasn't even a fucking good rock opera rap. He started incorporating midgets, and it got like, there was all this fucking like adversity because it was like a drama at one point where it was like, and then she was cheated on me, and I was cheated on her, and it's like, long story short, you peed on a 16-year-old dude. I don't fucking care. That's all I see. I don't care what grand opus you wrote, 38 verses. Oh, I imagine it's just like a fucking uh, triple of pee on a little fucking child, man. Treating her like a trough at a baseball park or something. And if it makes you uncomfortable, tough shit. All of us enabled R. Kelly to pee on minors by listening to Trapped in the Closet and waiting in anticipation for more parts of that magnum opus to come out just way like oh fucking part 43 of trapped in a closet now he's trapped in this other dude's closet and that guy's listening to night court reruns way too loud and he's too awkward to leave the premise right now you peed on a kid r kelly even i want to pee on a kid man i've peed in public all the time man oh that got weird and vulnerable too that's a confession Everyone pees. Everyone pees in public, and we act like like it's like the worst thing when somebody gets caught peeing in public. I can't believe you would pee in public. Everyone pees in public. What are public restrooms aside from places to pee in public? We're just doing it behind walls. The people that pee in public are more free than you and I, but I guess by that judgment, R. Kelly is more free than either of us because he believes he can fly, so he can do it. I, that deserved more, but I'm, you know what? It doesn't, hey, I'm not in, I'm just in it for the uproarious applause. Fish tacos, baby! Fish tacos! Oh, you like, I'm just fucking, I was like criticizing everyone else for flipping them back, which you gotta flick it like a cigarette butt. That's how you fucking discard material with which you're gonna riff about. I used to think fish tacos, I was like, well, one, obviously, it's an analogy for vagina. Fellas, you ever eat a fish taco? Ladies, you ever eat a fish taco? I'm, I'm all right with that. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's fine dining, that's fine. And let me tell you something. I eat actual fish tacos probably a little bit more than I eat analogy fish tacos, but you know what? Either way, I'm fucking happy. Either I'm like, okay, I kind of made this person not irritated for about 45 minutes, or 
I made myself exceptionally happy for an hour and a half at this taqueria, just fucking chilling, drinking a horchata, eating fish tacos with those omega. You remember your fucking thing like, okay, it's fish tacos, tacos are paleo, I read that in a book, and fucking fish are high in omega-3, so I'm essentially being super healthy right now, on top of drinking Coronas, being fucking getting my shit together. I should write a book, man, like, first off, don't go to any press juices. Just eat fish tacos and drink alcohol. You don't need to fucking lift weights. Don't drink the green drink. We're doing this. Amen. All right. Following you. There we go. Man, these are long ass fucking like little notes too, by the way. It's not like it's not like one word suggestions. It's not like whose line is it anyway, where Drew Carey Cali casually suggests shit. This one, include the address of one of your ex-girlfriend's boyfriends into a joke. That would be, that would be acceptable if I knew where those bitches lived, right? Oh, shit! Fellas, you know what I'm talking about? And the girls are like, ah, come over and eat the fish taco. It's like, baby, I don't know how to drive a car. Hop in an Uber. I'm dropping the pin on iPhone, huh? That's what's up. I don't know where they live, and I have restraining orders otherwise. Uh, sorry. All right. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. This is exciting. Here we go. How are you a racist? Oh. Trump 2016, baby. I want that fucking wall, man. I've been promised that wall since 2008. I'm also racist because my mom's Japanese, and Japanese people are very racist because at one point uh, I was dating a Chinese girl, which actually in many ways shows I'm not racist by dating outside of my initial race, but I told my grandmother that, and my grandmother flipped the fuck out, and she said, you can't date a Chinese person. That's horrible. You need to date a Japanese person. And now I'm actually racist in hindsight because my response to that was, but grandma, they're essentially the same. <laughs> so I guess everyone's fucking racist. My grandmother for not, for fucking seeing the difference and me for not in a way. But you know what? I didn't see the difference in races for the fucking wrong reason. And then I fucking voted for Bernie Sanders and, and he lost and now I don't know what to do. So fucking I'm racist either way because no matter who I put into office now with my vote that has so much fucking power behind it after realizing what happened in the UK, holy shit, now that I realize the power behind my vote, I don't know who's gonna win but I know minorities are going to die and there's fucking nothing I can do and if I don't vote everyone's gonna fucking shit on me regardless because then they'll say like that person's in the office because you didn't fucking vote and if they do get in the office and I do vote it doesn't matter fucking so I vote if you have vote them if you got them all right or if you truly believe in your candidate I guess that's the other reason uh and I'm racist I guess fuck I'm racist and I'm in the KKK. I guess I should have opened with that one too. But you don't fucking think about that. It's so second nature. Last one. Okay, last one. I hope it's I hope it's good. Curse out your boss. Oh! 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 
shit. How crazy would it be if I was one of like those 45 comics on Facebook that's employed by self and then I pull out a mirror and start getting all self-deprecating. But thank God I'm sucking from the tit of corporate America like so many other people, man. I'm not one of those comics that's like, fuck a nine to five. I'm going to fucking hustle extra hard and I'm going to sell merchandise and, and fucking struggle. I don't want to struggle. Look at these delicate baby soft hands. I can't develop a callus on these, live out of my car and fucking suffer. I, I need a nine to five. If I'm hitting the road, I'm taking paid sick leave to do it. All right. Like I need health insurance. I got weird stuff growing on me a lot of the time. I need to recalibrate this. I need fucking health insurance. I need dental insurance. The idea of being, oh my God, it's the worst. But I still hate my boss because he doesn't fucking get it. Like it, he's just like, it's like, dude, I'm, I'm, I need to be high all the time to be a good comic and that it fucking fuels me up. And he's like, oh, is that, you can't fucking do that, man. Like he listens to Tony Robbins tapes and fucking <laughs> believes that shit. He's like, Tony Robbins is all about just visualizing what you can do and what you can be and, and making that success what, what, what it's all about. And it's like, oh, that guy you gave hundreds of thousands of dollars to throughout the course of your life is telling you that you're on the right track to success? I don't fucking believe it. Fuck him and, and fuck his health insurance and fuck his shitty ass selection of Pandora top 80s hits. It's fucking horseshit, dude. He makes less than I do. He's calling all the shots on Pandora. I would fucking ship that guy with a letter opener like in prison. Oh, you guys ever watched the, the show Oz where it's just surviving in like a fucking federal penitentiary? Just, oh my God, every day I'm just like in the bathroom. I take a 45 minute bathroom break and I'm just like over the course of a year just creating a shank out of just newspaper, just making a paper mache shank and just sharpening it up and eventually just one, one point, probably at the office Christmas party, just oh, right between the ribs. Hey, can I get incarcerated for talking about something on FM radio if it comes to fruition? Hey, if my boss ends up murdered on Christmas, so be it, right? <laughs> I think we did it. And guess what? You all laugh, so you're liable in this. Thank you all very much. Joe Gorman, killing it, yes! Uh, we're making an executive decision because of the beauty and joy and wonderment of uh, Joe Gorman's set that we're going to smoke pot inside the building. Uh, from right now, we're going to leave the door open. Pot is totally legal. We're going to be smoking pot inside. You can bring out your pipes. You can bring out your vapes. You can do whatever you want. The door's going to stay open. We're all fine. We have a couple more comedians for you tonight. We have lots of more pieces of paper to go through. Um, also, um, if anyone wants any pot treats, I, I have more for people. We, uh, we expected a large contingency of regular people, and then we usually give them the pot treats. But we'll give everybody the pot treats. They're very delicious. They're about 25 milligrams, uh, give or take. They're all more than that. But what I'm saying... So get excited. We're going to pass out some... I'm going to pee. We're going to pass out some treats. Everyone can smoke pot. Your next comedian is going to wow the socks off of you because he is... He's an improv 
aficionado. You know, in in other places in the world, they actually I think he has I think he has a book. You know, and they've been reading it. They've been saying, "Oh, you're Spencer Divine," and we know exactly how to do many different voices and talk to people. They always say yes unless they say no. That's the book he's gonna write later about his improv comedy. <laughs> but always say yes unless they say no. You're gonna love him. He's part of More Divine. I don't know why they're not famous yet because he's not famous you're just a dick you're just a lazy poopy head because you're so talented that you and Andrew what's happening right you guys he's so funny you're gonna love what he pulls out of the hell hat put it together for Spencer Devine thank you Pam uh, the intro for Joe Gorman, one of my favorite comedians ever. Well, you sure know how to endear me to a group of stand-up comedians. <laughs> Your next comedian is a piece of lazy shit and an improviser. <laughs> Come on, Pam. <laughs> you try to kill me here? Jeez. Uh, well, I'm not really sure how this works as a suggestion. Uh, haters of all colors. Well, I think they're blind. <laughs> That's the only one who hates everyone. Nobody. If, if someone hates everybody, they live by themselves and we don't need to know about them anyway. If you're living on a mountain, I don't give a fuck about your opinions. (laughs) (coughs) If If you hunt and gather instead of going to the store, I don't care about your opinions. If you make your own jewelry instead of buying jewelry, I don't give a fuck about your opinions. And that counts for some of you, too. If that's you, if you buy jewelry only exclusively off of Etsy, I don't care about your opinions. All colors. No matter what color you are. (laughs) Sing your joke. Okay. Your joke. Out. I'm sorry, you all don't know how to write cards. Find a f- Come on, man, who's putting all this Brexit shit in here? I don't know what a Brexit is. If you tell me what a Brexit is, I'll tell you what's funny about it, but until then, it's a word with an X in the middle. It's like it's like an exit from the bathroom, the Brexit. What's it? What is it? Hey, what's what's funny about that? Oof, probably nothing. I don't I don't honestly care what Britain's doing right now. We went through a whole war with Britain, so I wouldn't have to do this joke. Oh, the, you know, oh, the redcoats are super lame until we're separate, and then, oh, man, I really wonder who's the princess right now. 
I don't care. We should shoot all British people who come into this country because that's how we formed this country. Yeah. Of all the people, of all the countries of people that we should say, get the fuck out of America. It's the fucking British. Sure, were we all British at some point and then we're just like, no, we're not. Yes. But fuck them. They were jerks. They drink tea. We drink booze and coffee. Why are they so into tea? I don't fucking get it. Every British show you ever watch, oh, I think it's time for a cupper. Who loves tea that much? It's gross. Put some sugar or some honey in it, maybe. Just concentrated sugar. Just put sugar in it. Yeah, fucking don't drink tea otherwise. Gross. <laughs> worst. Oof, worst. Mm, content? I can tell you. Please. No, it's not content. The worst concert ever. So my mom was really into American Idol. Uh, she would watch every season, and uh, one time she was like, well, I'm taking you to an American Idol concert. And I was like, I do not watch that show. And she was like, but I'm going to the concert, and I want to go to the concert, and I'm going to take you. It'll be a fun concert experience. Uh, let me tell you, I don't want to go to an American Idol concert as my first concert experience, because it's going to be lame, it's going to ruin all concerts, but I was a child and had no say, so I went to this American Idol concert. Of course, it was as bad as you think it would be. Uh, it's just American Idol without all the mean things being said to them. <laughs> Now, if you had to do every set song in your set at your concert, and then I had an opportunity to say, that was pitchy, dog. If I can say that, then we're fine. If I have to listen to all your bullshit, then no. I later found out that my mom had a weird crush on an American Idol dude. And my mom and dad totally fought about that. She, <laughs> she made him a lunchbox. My mom made an American Idol contestant a lunchbox because she loved him so much. Super weird. Worst concert experience ever. I once saw the uh, Motley Crue open for the Scorpions. That, that, was, that was the best. Well, well, I went to the Grateful Dead concert, the last one. We were no, we were up in uh, we were at the San, we were in Santa Clara the last uh, concert in Santa Clara and we were in section 420 uh, doing a doing a bunch of acid and we found we found it on accident force I state force one state to leave the nation how do you want me to do that. Hey, Texas, <laughs> listen to this radio show. If you're listening to this radio show and you're from Texas, tell all of your friends and tell them to tell their friends that this show happened and Spencer Devine, semi-amateur professional comedian, told you to leave the nation. 
because I've heard that you're really unhappy here. And I, I want you guys to be cool with you because you can't love a nation until you love yourself, Texas. Uh, so just be the, the fucking union of Texas. We'll be slightly smaller as a nation. We'll be a cooler continent because we have four fucking, con- uh, four, four fucking countries, right? Except for South America, which has tons of countries, but I'm just counting them as South America. So South America, Texas, United States, all the parts of Canada. Okay, we're talking about French Canada and normal Canada. Uh, Take that, Texas. Next. Hey, listen, everything's bigger in Texas, including how much I hate them. Okay, describe your dream mash outcome in vivid detail. So if I was making the perfect mashed potatoes, uh, I'm definitely thinking of like a garlic herb butter mashed potatoes, right? And we're gonna make it. We're gonna make them chunky. We're gonna leave the skins in the potato because we're not wimps, and we don't need no fucking potato purees. We don't need purees out of parsnips or carrots or white carrots or squash or white fucking squash or asparagus or white asparagus. I'll eat some fucking chunky garlic herb mashed potatoes. Uh, Funny enough, at one point, uh, I thought about my final meal. uh, If I was in prison on a death sentence, uh, and I was like, filet mignon, medium rare, charlotte gunky mashed potatoes. Charlotte gunky. Uh, which is actually a specific brand of garlic chunky mashed potatoes out of Mississippi. Uh, you wouldn't have never heard of them. They're a very small company. So, Charlotte Gunky mars- mashed potatoes. Marsh potatoes. That's where they were grown, Pam. I can't help it. You have to grow agriculture where you can, and some people live in a marsh. What do you want them to do? Starve? That's what I'm saying. And then like a milkshake or something. I didn't think that hard about the drink. Bam. Dead hat. How much time do I have? As long as you want to take it. Okay. Comic who should be Trump's up uh, vice president pick. Well, um, I'm not going to talk about a comedian you don't know. And that's not here, because that would be pointless. Uh, so I'm going to say Chris Canaster uh, should be Trump's <laughs> vice president pick, uh, because he is the only comedian you haven't seen yet. Uh, <laughs> think about when you're running for president, right? Stressful. When are you going to find time to eat? Everyone gets old and loses weight. They lose weight because of stress. Why not pick a vice presidential candidate that could benefit from a little bit of weight loss due to stress? Right? He'll lose some weight. He'll get a little grayer, more distinguished. And he'll look less like a vice president that can't control his school. 
Well, you went to a different you went to a different school than I did, Pam. We had a very intricate system of setting up the school hierarchy as different positions in U.S. government. <laughs> Woo! Should have met the Secretary of Treasury. What a bitch! <laughs> Fucking would spin the bottle and then wouldn't kiss the person that she spin the bottle for. <laughs> Remember, it was a high school. <laughs> Chris Canaster. You're funny, and also I think you could beat Trump in a fight. <laughs> let's not. Let's be honest. Trump is not gonna be a complete pushover. He is a sturdy. <laughs> he is a sturdy man. Sure, you. His hair is very flighty, uh, but his body is hard like a rock. <laughs> That's just. And then he always wears a vest of money, so you can't stab him. <laughs> Under all his clothes are just stacks of hundreds, you know, because money means nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. If we can have reality stars be on television and then be potential presidents for the United States. We can definitely make the vice president an amateur open mic comedian who has done some road work. Okay, it's a less important position, so we can lower our expectations slightly. If you want to be a comedian that's the president, you better have an HBO special under your belt. Hell, if it, if you're gonna be the Secretary of War, at least five minutes on Conan. <laughs> but for fucking Vice President, the position that everyone cares about, and yet simultaneously, literally nobody cares about, Chris Canaster. <laughs> I love you, bud. And uh, I had a lot of fun pulling things out of that dead fox. Uh, I hope I'm not haunted by something. All right, I had fun. Thank you. Spencer Divide, everybody. He should have just brought up his next... You guys, here he is, the VP. The next VP of our United States. Pulling out of the hat, everybody, the amazing Chris Kadatzer! Thank you very much. All right. I take, uh, I take exception with that, by the way. There are a lot of Texans in this crowd. Oh. <laughs> it's bad enough they heard 18 Clay Newman jokes. <laughs> no fucking idea who that is. <laughs> You're talking about the promised land, which we all ran away from, let's face it. <laughs> He has a point. What kind of divorced parent will you be? <laughs> Here's what has to happen for that to be. It's going to be a long journey. First of all, a woman has to find me and let me know that I have a child. <laughs> previous to my vasectomy. 
right? So I could have like a 15, 16, 17-year-old kid out there. It's possible. So she has to find me, tell me that, and somehow convince me to marry her. And then adopt. <laughs> 